Matthew chapter 24. Thought is to be ready. We all, we all need a, a word of warning in our lives and in our hearts uh, because we need to be warned tonight as we're here and uh, as we see God's face and as we know that he's real and he's true and alive and uh, we know that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, hey, you know what? And he's the same God that is willing to be there. He's the same God that was there for you in the beginning uh, and he's there for you now and He'll always be there for you uh, if you're ready to seek Him. Uh, we're living in a time and in our lives uh, that it's time to seek His face uh, uh, more now than ever. Uh, to seek Him. Uh, uh, seek Him without ceasing uh, uh, that we have in our lives and in our hearts uh, uh, that we see as the church uh, uh, is sitting and almost ceasing in life today uh, because of what is going on in the world. Uh, what is going on and you know what uh, it started before uh, it started before the coronavirus uh, it started before, uh, all the things that's going on in the world right now uh, it started way before the things uh, that is going on and it started with sin uh, it started with sin that is in, in the world uh, that is taking the place uh, of God uh, that we are putting things uh, that we want to do in front of God uh, and God is saying here I am and I want my children back. God is going to work in our lives and in our hearts. God is going to work in our churches. God is going to work in our homes. But it's time that we're ready for the service. It's time we get ready to do the will of God. It's time we get back in a place where God can use us. It's time we look to God and be ready to do the will again. It's time that we trust in him in time Oh, church, it's time. In my heart, I feel it's time. That it's time for a personal revival in us, in our own ways, in our own time, in our own house, in our own hearts, in our own families. It's time for the revival to start. It's time to get back to where we ought to be. At church, it's not about when we go to church and how good we can sing. It's not about singing in front of people. It's not about the way we preach. It ain't about the way we, we testify. It ain't about how good we can pray. It's about who we praying to, who we preaching for, who we singing for. It's time we look to God again. It's time for revival in our lives and in our hearts. I want to challenge and I want to encourage and I want to, I want to just, uh, uh, hopefully just, uh, uh, through this message to be able to, uh, to push you, uh, to provoke you, uh, to encourage you. Uh, uh, it's time we press in. It's time we get a hold of him. It's time we get a little closer to God because we need him. We need him more now church is going to get bad. Oh, church, it's time we get right with the Lord. 
It's time we get back into the place where we ought to be. It's time we get a hold of him. Then we quit being like oh, oh Zacharias. How he sat there and as God. He came, he came into the temple while Zechariah was praying. And how he told him he was going to have a son. And he didn't believe. He doubted. He he, he wondered uh, how God just, just shut his mouth and made him become dumb. Uh, they made him dumb before the people. Uh, and you know what? Uh, here we are right now in our lives. Uh, how hey, You know what? God, uh, he, he shows up. Uh, and uh, he is making us dumb. Uh, and he's shutting our mouth. Uh, he's shutting our hearts. Uh, he's shutting us off uh, in, this, in his Holy Spirit. And he's now he's saying, now get ready, get ready for the service, get ready for the do the service of my of my work, be ready for whatever it takes. Where are we at in our hearts? Where are we at in our lives? Where are we ready? You know what? You know what? It's time we get ready to do the will of God. In our lives. In Matthew chapter 24, we're going to read a few verses and how I want you to see. And I, I hope and uh, pray that we can get this out the way that God wants us to get it out. And, and verse 44 of Matthew 24, verse 44 says, Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh, who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord when he cometh shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I want us to look in this. I want us to be ready. I want us to be willing. I want us always to be ready for the service of God. I want us to be ready. And when God calls, when God says, here I am, they we, oh, how everybody can hear the word of God. in their own lives when he says I would have you to be ready ready to do the will 
How will it says in there in verse 44, it says, Therefore be ye also ready in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Uh, we're in its timing in our lives. Uh, we're in a place in this world. Uh, how it's going to just get worse and worse and worse. Uh, uh, in Genesis chapter 6, uh, God looked down upon His people uh, and He saw the wickedness of their heart. He saw the evil thoughts. He saw the imaginations and he knew that the people was lost and none. He knew that people wasn't going to serve him anymore. He knew where they were sad and he knew that they was not ready to do the work of God. But I'll tell you about a God that loves us so much as when we look in Jonah, whenever Jonah went into the Nineveh and began to tell him for yet 40 days that God's going to destroy you. I want to tell you about a God that has compassion and love. God has so much love and compassion and his long suffering is so great that, that he gave Nineveh another chance. Uh, he gave Nineveh whenever they saw uh, that their sin was so bad and so wicked uh, and they saw that the God in heaven uh, that they heard about uh, was fixing to destroy them. Uh, and they looked to God uh, and they began to fast and they began to pray uh, and they began to seek God. And God had mercy on them. But in Genesis chapter 6, he saw the men and the world that was so wicked. And he told, he told Noah, he said, prepare the ark. He said, for I'm going to destroy the world. I want you to see in your life right now. I want you to see in the world of the right now. It's time to get ready for the world. It's going to be destroyed very soon. Very soon, the world is going to get destroyed, and it's up to us. Are we going to be ready? Are we going to be like Noah? And it's going to listen to God's voice and to say, God, I'm ready. I'll build an earth for you. I'm a whole church. How about better yet? God, I'll tell somebody about you. I see the world in and I see the world ending and I want to tell uh, about you. Uh, uh, we all have, uh, and we all know about that verse of scripture uh, uh, where it talks about uh, the reasonable service uh, as we all have uh, a reasonable service in our lives. Uh, we all have something we can be doing for God. You know what? In our lives, and I'm afraid that the church, uh, uh, church, I want to, I want to encourage right now that you uh, that will that will perform uh, and start getting prepared and getting ready uh, for a personal revival in your life right now. Because I don't want you again. And God forbid, this is you. But I don't want you getting eased at home. 
I don't want you to be the one that is getting eased whenever you're sitting at home on Sundays when when we used to be in church and how on Wednesday night uh, how that we ought to be in church and, and because of this uh, how this stuff is going on uh, hey you know what uh, hey, that one day uh, it's gonna pass uh, and we're gonna be back together again uh, but I don't want you to in this time right now. I don't want you to get ease. I want you to push in even more. I want you to seek God and get all to God right now even more. And as we see the day approaching, Hebrews 10 and verse 25, it says, Not forsaking of assembling yourselves together as a manner of such do, but now that we see the day approaching, this we do the more. You know what? God knows your heart. God knows the extent of your mind. He knows where you're at. But you know what? It's time. You know what? Elijah had to find himself alone in a cave and thinking, God, I'm the only one left. But how did you say as God says? I've got 7,000 that hasn't bowed the knee to Baal. You know what? Uh, there's times in our lives that God's got to get us alone and get us back on track and uh, get us back in a place where we ought to be, uh, uh, back with him, uh, uh, back in his presence, uh, uh, back in his ways. Uh, the church, uh, I want you to remember uh, about Lot's wife. Uh, how the, oh, church. Lot's wife desired to be back in sin. She, as God pulled her out, God pulled out Lot and his daughters and how his wife, and the Bible says that how the angels grabbed a hold of them and led them out of the city. I believe that they grabbed them by the hand and took them out. And he said, don't turn around and don't look back. And how Lot's wife began to look back and how she turned into that pillar of salt and how, you know what, I want to tell you also about some five virgins and you know what the Bible calls them foolish and I don't want you to be called foolish that take ease as we are all sitting here with the wedding garment on with our lips in our hand we're right here at the time we're at the time of the times of the times and we ought to be ready to seek God we ought to be ready in seeking him and everything that we can do. Now though, we ought to be, you know what? Now that we get out even less, we ought to make the time even matter even more. How many of us is even paying attention about what's going on? How many of us is trying to encourage Someone. How many of us is trying to witness to somebody? How many of us is willing uh, or are we taking ease? Uh, because oh we can't go to church and, and oh we can't do this and oh we can't do that. Uh, this is what I want to warn you about. Uh, hey, you know what? Uh, as we're here, uh, I got a I got an itching. Uh, I've got an itching to tell you about a God uh, that loves you so much uh, that he's willing to do everything he can uh, and to get you saved uh, and to get you right uh, and that you not take ease uh, and I don't want you to be called foolish 
because they was sitting there ready and waiting for when the knock come on the door, whenever the, the, the bridegroom was calling, the five foolish was out of oil. See, they wasn't ready because they took ease. There's a man talks about in the Bible in Luke chapter 12. There's a man that God had blessed. God blessed his fields. God blessed his crop. God blessed this man so much that how the, you know what, in our lives right now, I want you to stop and think about the blessings that God is giving you. I want you to think about how much God has blessed you. God has given you everything that you need. God has given us so much more than what we need. God is always there for us every time we call out to Him. Whenever, hey, yeah, well, there's times whenever we feel like we're all alone and we feel like God is so far from us. But whenever we call out to God, and then God is on the scene. Because I want to tell you about a God that is so real and so true and so alive that he says, if my people, which are called by my name, will turn from their wicked ways and return unto me and repent, oh church, what he do? He'll do it for you. He'll done it for Nineveh. Nineveh was so wicked, a man was willing to be thrown overboard. A man was willing to run away from God. A man, this place was so bad, he didn't want nothing to do with it, even though God told him. This place was so bad, he still didn't want nothing to do with it. But they turned. They saw where they was at. They saw what was going on in their life. They saw and they did not want to perish. Church, it's time that we'll be ready for the service. This man that God blessed and touched in Luke chapter 12... Is a parable of the, uh, says the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. Now we stop and think about this scripture, and, and, and we need to really pay attention. About in verse 19, it says, And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. I want you to stop and I want you to remember the scripture of the, the, the talents that Jesus told us and taught us about. For one, he give five. To another, he give two. For another, he give one. 
And the one that had five, he took and he took it to the exchangers and he made another five. For the one that had two, he took it and made it and made double. He made another two. But for the one, he took the talent that God has given him and he took and he hid it. He wrapped it in a napkin and buried it in the earth. What good did that talent do that man? See, this man that had a, that God blessed, just like you, God has blessed. Plentiful, glorious. Yes, we don't have everything that we probably want, but you got a roof over your head. You got shoes on your feet. You got clothes on your back. You got a vehicle to drive. It might not be that Mercedes that you want or that big jacked up truck that you want. But you know what? It's a vehicle to drive. It's something God has blessed us with plentiful. And how this man said, you know what? I want you to look in here. And I want you to see that God had blessed him and he's blessed you with so many things. But this man, uh, he says that he looked around and when God blessed him plentiful and his barns filled up uh, and he tore them down and he said, I'll build bigger barns. Uh, he says, now I'm set for many years. Now he says, so take ease, eat, drink and be plentiful. So what we see is so wrong with this picture. And what's so wrong in my life that, that God is pointing his finger at? And I want you to see in here, in verse 20, it says, But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thou soul shall be required of thee. Then who, then shall those things be which thou hast provided? You know what? God bless that people. He blessed that people with barns full of stuff because a man had a hold of it. He wouldn't turn loose. He wouldn't share with anybody. The man that gave one talent, he just wrapped it in a napkin and wouldn't share with nobody. It didn't prosper. In our life today, God has given so much. God has given us so much. Are we prospering? Are we ready for the fight? Are we ready for the work? Are we ready for something in our lives to happen? Are we looking for God to bless us? You know what, church? It's time we realize what we got and what we got and God has given us and God expects us to use and God has given us talent and he's given us an opportunity. He's given us a privilege to have our barn full. He's given us opportunity to have cars to drive. He's given us opportunity to have shoes on our feet. 
He's given us opportunity after opportunity, and he wants us to use it. It's time we're ready for the service. It's time we're ready for God to work in our lives. And we got a job to do, church. We got, hey, you know what? I, I'm preaching uh, to my church, uh, to, uh, to Mountain View Church. Uh, hey, even though I'm sitting here behind this pulpit, uh, hey, you know what? I don't see your face uh, sitting here, uh, but you know what? I see your face in my mind, uh, and I'm preaching to you uh, and to whoever else uh, that is listening uh, to the sound of this voice. Because uh, it's not my word, it's God's word. God says, here I am. I've done so much for you. I've done so much for you. Are you willing and you ready for the service? Are you ready to do a work for me? God's saying, I bless you with so much. God wants you to be ready. So I ask you singers, sing on. Preachers, you need to preach on. I'm asking you prayer warriors to pray on. I'm asking you magicians that you play on. I'm asking, I'm asking church for you not to give up and not to stop and not to get ease and not to sit back on God. And I'm asking you to push in and to ask God, revive me that I'll have a desire when I do get out. That I'll tell somebody about you. That I have a desire to fire up this phone and to sing. I have a desire to have to fire up this phone and to preach in it. I have a desire to call somebody and encourage them. I have a desire to to shoot some people some texts and say, "Hey, I'm praying for you. I love you. I miss you. I want you to be blessed today." Are we ready? Don't take ease in this world. Satan is doing his very best to steal your joy right now. And the, you know, I know, I know every, every Sunday that rolls around, it's harder and harder and it breaks my heart. I, and Satan just laughs at me. And think, uh, one more time, uh, your church uh, ain't in there. Uh, uh, how uh, we can say, you know what? Uh, uh, my God uh, is in control. Uh, uh, my God uh, is in control of my life. Uh, and I've done turned it over to uh, being ready to do a service for him but I want us to be encouraged this week I want us to uplift this week I want us to be in a personal revival this week that we look to God and we say God I need you God Oh, I need you more now than ever as I feel so lonely. Lord, it feels like this place, how that your spirit is getting so far away. God, I need you. Are you willing to come back? Are you willing to seek the opportunity to see what God has for you? Are you ready? Are you willing? Will you do it, church? Will you do it? I'm calling to you.
praise Him tonight and I thank Him. Thank Him that He's an awesome God that loves us so much. He asks us a very important question. Will you be ready for my service? Amen.